Hi there again. I'm Father Matt Kovisk, and I'm the rector of St. Mary's Anglican Church in Verdon. As we gather this morning, I'd like you to pause for a moment and think about a time in your life that you would consider to be one of the highlights of your life. What was that moment? What were the feelings that were going through your head as you went through that highlight? Were you excited to be there? Were you happy? And the biggest question I want you to think about in terms of this memory is this. Was it hard for you to leave that moment? Well, St. Peter, along with St. James and St. John, have one of these moments in our Gospel reading for this morning. And in case you want to follow along at home, we're reading from Luke chapter 9, verses 28 to 36. In Luke 9:28, we hear that Jesus, along with James, John, and Peter, head up to a mountain to have some time away from the busyness of it all. And frankly, I can't really blame them. They had just been through some what I would call intense times. In Luke 9:21-27, we read that Jesus begins to predict his own death. And in doing so, says some pretty intense things, like, For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. These words of Jesus, in addition to predicting his death, are again intense. And I can't blame the disciples and Jesus for wanting to have some time away in retreat after all of that is said and done. And while they're away from the hustle and the bustle of teaching and preaching, they have a moment together. While Jesus is praying, the appearance of his face changes and his clothes become dazzling white. Suddenly with him are two of the Hebrew greats, Moses and Elijah. And the three, Jesus, Moses, and Elijah, talk about Jesus' death and what was going to be fulfilled in Jerusalem. And while all of this is going on, The disciples keep awake enough to see what's going on around them. And this moment is enough to change St. Peter's life. And this whole mountaintop experience turns into one of the highlights of his life. And he doesn't want to leave this very pivotal moment. He wants to stay in this moment for as long as humanly possible. And frankly, who can blame him? I'm sure we've all had these moments over the years. Moments, highlights, that have changed our lives forever. So, in response to that, Peter suggests that they build some shelter for the three of them, so that they all can stay in this moment for just a little while longer. Suddenly, though, a cloud forms, and something draws them all into it. And for a second time in the Gospels, they all heard a voice from heaven saying, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. Following that moment, it was all over. Jesus and the disciples were left by themselves on that mountaintop, and they never spoke of the moment again. What can you and I learn from the transfiguration of Jesus, which is what this story is called? What can we learn about this, especially in terms of the season of Lent? where we're preparing our hearts once more to reflect on the trial, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
Well, the disciples come face to face with the glory of God, and they permanently want to stay there. And who can blame them? I know that I would want to stay in that place if I had the opportunity to do so. Their lives are forever changed after this whole mountaintop experience. Sure, Peter, James, and John had already given up everything to follow Jesus. They had been present for his teaching. They had watched people be healed by Jesus' hand. But their eyes hadn't been fully opened to the glory of God in their midst. After this event, that all changed. They had seen the glory of God. Their eyes had truly been opened to see Jesus Christ in his true appearance, his divine nature. And he was also alongside two of the greats of the Hebrew faith. Many of us have mountaintop experiences like that when it comes to our faith. I know that I have. I was privileged enough to be part of the Canterbury Scholars Program in 2018. And this program is for newly ordained clergy, involves spending two weeks in Canterbury, Kent, England with theologians, learning more about the foundation of the Anglican Church throughout the world, and spending time in holy sites in and around Canterbury. I also got to be vest as a priest in the Mother Church of the entire Anglican Communion. All of those are highlights, and I am incredibly thankful for them. But the mountaintop experience for me was capped by the daily rhythms of worship, including a daily Eucharist communion service, and as well as my favorite service, Choral Evensong. And I had grown up singing Choral Evensong as a kid, and in my time in Toronto had returned to it. And it all formed me into the priest I am today. It sank very deep into my bones. When the conference came to an end, after two weeks, it was really, really hard to leave that all behind. My friends, it's so easy to follow Jesus in these mountaintop experiences. In my Canterbury Scholars program, it was so easy to follow Jesus because of where I was, surrounded by a place of prayer for a thousand, twelve, fifty years. However, as you probably know instinctively, the Christian life involves much more than the mountaintop experiences. It involves living life on the plain, and sometimes it even involves going down into the valley of the shadow of death. Mountaintop experiences, though, are important to the Christian life, as they can show us different facets of God and provide us with the energy the backing to be able to live life in the plain, in the valley of the shadow of death. It is in these places where the following of Jesus can get tough, and where it can be hard for us to stick to the way. And we can use mountaintop experiences to bolster our experiences, our following of Jesus. And in Lent we are encouraged to take the time to return to the way once more so that we can truly live into the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made once for all on Calvary Street. So on this second Sunday in Lent, I want you to think back to those mountaintop experiences you've had in your life, especially those where you've met God 
in some way, shape, or form, or had an experience of the divine. Was it hard for you to leave that moment? What did you learn about God in those times? And finally, and most importantly, how can you learn what use what you've learned about God in these experiences to help you as you live the Christian life in the plains and valleys of our own lives? It is so tempting to want to stay in the mountaintop experiences of our lives. These mountaintop experiences are life-changing, and we don't want to leave behind the comfort that comes with them. However, as we leave the mountaintops and follow Jesus into the plains, the daily living of the Christian life, and even down into the valley of the shadow of death, and then into the grave, you and I as Christians also follow him right out of that grave, into the life abundant, into the life eternal, into that new life that comes with being citizens of the kingdom of God. May God grant you the grace, the perseverance, the patience this week and all weeks to follow him wherever he calls you to go. And so we pray. O Father, Son, and Spirit blessed, to thee be every prayer addressed, who art in threefold name adored, from age to age, the only Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.